Welcome to the Guide to Living Inspired. Daily practical sound bites. Today we're going to begin delving into the laws of Pesach, of Passover, which is rapidly approaching in the next couple of days. And essentially, um, we're just going to fly through some ideas. And I don't have any of my books with me because we just moved back into our house. So I could be skipping a few things, but I'll try to catch them up again in subsequent sessions. This Shabbos is known as Shabbos Hagadol, the Great Shabbos. It's a Shabbos where traditionally the rabbi of the shul says different laws and ideas related to Pesach. There are essentially two Shabboses like this throughout the year. One is right before Yom Kippur called Shabbos Shuvah, and this is Shabbos Hagadol right before Right over Passover. And this, uh, so so let's go through a few of the halachas that are related to Passover. Right now, every uh, Jewish home that is observant of Passover is on their hands and knees, scrubbing away, trying to get rid of every ounce of chametz, leaven products in, uh, products in their house. What is chametz? Chametz is made of the five grains with which one can make matzah. Spelt, wheat, barley, rye, and, and oats. And if water comes into contact with one of those five grains and it sits for 18 minutes, there's a chemical reaction which takes place on the natural yeast particles and begin to rise. And the Torah commands us on Pesach, to eat matzah. Matzah is bread made from those five grains only that does not have a chance to rise. It's cooked immediately within 18 minutes. That's matzah. And on the flip side, we have to get rid of all of the chametz, all of the non-matzah bread products in our ha- products in our house. So we're commanded to essentially clean our house. This is the source the original source of spring cleaning. And um, people take it uh, to all different levels of extremity. And it's a time of year where we're actually encouraged to be extreme, but you do not have to be extreme. And there are some rabbis who point out that back in the day, people lived in one room houses with dirt floors. Cleaning for Pesach was not nearly as crazy as it is for us today. And people who had lived in any bigger houses had a whole arsenal of servants who were able to do it for them. So really, we shouldn't take it uh, so extreme. The main idea is to get rid of any edible pieces of bread products in your house. Um, anything that a dog would eat is still considered good. Now, what what are some things that are included in this prohibition? So obviously, cereal... <laughs> oatmeal, um, bread, crackers. Some things you might not think about are granola bars. Um, what else might have chametz in it? Soy sauce often has is made with wheat germ. Um, and then alcohols are big ones. Whiskey is made from wheat. Most alcohols nowadays are, in fact, made from wheat. Depends on the alcohol. Um, beer is certainly made from wheat. So, or barley hops, um, before drinking any alcohol or any food on Passover, it's important to make sure that it is kosher for Passover. So a lot of products you'll see have OUP 
OU is the Orthodox Union, which certifies most of the kosher food in America, but the P there represents Passover. It's kosher for Passover. You need special, very stringent supervision because there are a lot of um, chemicals and and food substances that are made are derivatives of wheat that we might not know if we just look at the ingredients. So it's important to buy. It's important to buy special special um, kosher for Passover stuff. Um, so once you've cleaned up your house, you've taken all of your bread leaven products. You put them away in a closet, and then you have the option of either burning them. There's a mitzvah on uh, the eve of Passover, this coming Wednesday, before the noon, to burn all of your chametz in your possession, or you can sell it to someone who isn't Jewish. Now, there are official contracts. A real sale is done. However, after Passover, the non-Jew usually graciously agrees to sell it back to the community. So this this um, leniency of selling your chametz as opposed to burning it is really there for people that would have a major financial loss if they burned all their chametz. I rely on it primarily for alcohol because I'm not a big drinker, but I do often have a lot of alcohol in, uh, in the house for Shabbatones and students. And for me, if I were to have to destroy all my alcohol every year and all buy all new stuff, it would end up being quite costly. It takes me more than a year to finish a bottle of whiskey. So I personally do sell, and most people uh, in America for, certain, for sure do, rely on selling their hummets. Um So last law for tonight is that on the eve of Passover, meaning this year, Tuesday night, we have a mitzvah of Badikas Hametz. Badikas Hametz is where you go around your house and actually traditionally with a candle and just look in the nooks and crannies, in the crevices, in the shelves, in the pockets of the clothing. If you have a toddler or little kids, so Hametz is everywhere. There's Everything is fair game. You will be surprised where you'll find Cheerios. Basically, anywhere that a Cheerio could fit probably has a Cheerio. Right, so um, we literally, after cleaning our whole house down, it's all clean. We still go around and we look, and it, it really, the main point is not really the cracks and the crevices, although that is part of uh, the the uh, the idea. But the main idea is to look for big pieces that maybe you forgot to put aside. Um, another thing I forgot to mention is cosmetics. A lot of cosmetics and medicines also have comments in them. So if it was something that you needed to take medically, so you would first check with one of the guides online uh, or call the Star K in Baltimore or look online. The CRC has a kosher medicine guide and see if you can find an alternative to that medicine that is not going to mess up, mess you up physically that you could switch to. If you can't, then, then speak to your local Orthodox rabbi to find out how to deal with um, the medication in a way that's permitted on Passover. But uh, certain lipsticks and things like that certainly do have, come from chametz. Certain mouthwashes that are made with alcohol. So the point is, is to become aware and then to check your house by the light of a candle on Tuesday night. And then um, we say a special prayer that we basically essentially nullify all of the chametz that's left in our possession. Besides that, what we're planning to burn the next day. And then the next day we go and we burn it. And the symbolism really is looking in the nooks and crannies of your own self. What areas of my life are dirty?
And chametz essentially often is represents the idea of arrogance because it's puffed up. It's full of hot air, right? Take a pound of wheat and a pound of flour. You bake it right away. You get matzah. Take a pound of wheat and a pound of flour and you wait. You have the same amount of raw materials, but it's double the size. That's arrogance. So we're looking inside our heart for the arrogance and the ego and the dirt. And then we take that and we symbolically burn it, representing just throwing it all away and getting ready for Passover, which is an experience of going beyond ourselves, beyond the ego, and recognizing that we can't do anything without the help of the Almighty. We'll be continuing with these ideas, and we'll go through the Seder together also in the upcoming sessions. Wishing you all a beautiful Shabbos.